Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkouts. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, yeah. exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work. We'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. <laughs> Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? I would say double. I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Welcome to the Ross Patterson Revolution. Brought to you by BlackRifleCoffee.com. <laughs> this is nice. We're back. We're live. We are back. Uh, Jables, how you feel? I mean, how lucky is our audience? Boy. Uh, I mean, <laughs> pennies from heaven. The things that we do. Well, the know. things that we do it's for the, love. It's, it's, it's the Christmas season. I, I, I feel like I'm in a giving mood. How about you? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll take a little bit too. No? No. No. No, you, you're not taking anything. Uh, all, I like to take on Christmas. Yeah, no, we're all done with you taking. I think we're. I think we're. We've had enough of you taking, and it's time to give back a little. Mm-hmm. It's time to give back. Mm-hmm. A little. You in the holiday spirit? What are you? What are you drinking there? Um. Well, I have uh, Black Rifle. Yep. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Black a little, Rifle coffee. A little. Uh, <laughs> a little. Keep me up. Keep me up. Yeah. No. Um. And then I have a little. Uh, no, oh, that is a little ghetto. berry juice. Is that a, is that a Dixie cup full of wine? It's a little berry juice. Oh, Jesus, you're better than that. Am you're, I you're, though? Nah, Let's really think about if I am or not, though. Yeah, you're better Let's than that. Let's really think about if I am. You're better. I'm going to give you a pass on this one because it's it's fucking freezing outside. Sure. So I'm going to give you a pass on this. Yeah. Um, this is the only time, though. I mean, look at you. Who do, who does that? You've got a fine mug. That is a nice mug from Black Rifle Coffee, uh-huh. uh, who is our new sponsor. Yeah. And and then you you dirty it with a mm-hmm. Dixie cup next to it. Listen, I'm sorry. I needed both. Yeah. Well. So I. What do you want me to do? Uh, nothing, nothing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I needed both. You be you. You be you, James. Continue to be you. That's all I can be. Continue to be you. That's all I can give I to the a, world. I put a little whiskey in this coffee tonight. Did you? I'm not mm. surprised. I'm not Bless surprised. You. Bless you, Uncle. <laughs> 
we're back, kids. We are back. We are live, and this is whoo. This is a nice feeling. Did you just check yourself out in the monitor? No. I like it. Who would do that? I like it. Yeah. Animals Who would do that? Would. Animals would is 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 what would happen. The opposite. If, uh, we got a big show tonight. First, I mean, you're making a murderer guy. That guy just keeps getting buried. I've never seen any like it. Maybe they did it. No, I don't know. We'll, we'll get to it after the sponsors. I I have a hard time with that kid. That kid, that, the kid didn't do it. I don't get it. The kid did not do it. Really? I don't at, think so. At this point, we'll get Borderline into it. Borderline retarded. We'll get into we'll, it. We'll get to we'll get it. Get into it. I don't want to get too into it. And I, like, I'm not even saying retarded in like a uh, like like a like a, a condescending way. I'm saying retarded in like I I think he's he might be on the spectrum. Like he's borderline retarded. Definitely very low IQ. Like, yeah, it seems yeah. like he got taken advantage of. Yes. A lot. But we'll, we'll, we'll look. We'll, we'll, we'll deep into dive it. into we'll that. Get into it. Uh, but we got some sponsors who pay for uh, this whole magic show to be on the air. Uh, first and foremost, uh, we got some Black Rifle Coffee in the motherfucking house. Uh, BRCC. They're, they are new to the game. True to the game, and now they're on Ross Patterson Revolution, which I'm fucking amped about. It is uh, a premium roast-to-blend coffee, and it's, it's veteran-owned. How, how much more fucking American does it get than that? It uh, really doesn't. It really doesn't. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com. Uh, get a subscription to the Month Club. Uh, we, we actually have one. We have, uh, I don't know, fuck, man. We order so much goddamn coffee. We gun through it. They got K-Cups. They got bags, and uh, the K-Cups... Ended up being like four or five dollars cheaper than Costco. And I was a fucking Costco dude from from day one. Um, but Black Rifle Coffee is the jam. So go to BlackRifleCoffee.com. They, they also got some dope ass apparel. Look at this shit. Oh, oh my gosh. Have I been working out? Uh, yeah, I have. I have. That's uh, you're, you're not. You don't need to adjust your screen. Um, this is, this is what I've been doing since we haven't been on camera. Ironically though, I still have the fucking mustache. Still have the mustache. Uh, go to blackriflecoffee.com, type in the promo code REVOLUTION, you get 20% off. Next up, we got straightrazors.com. Uh, straightrazors.com is the finest shaving products in the biz. Uh, they've also got shampoo and conditioners now, which is fucking dope. Everything you need as a man to come alive in this lifetime uh, you can get it at straightrazors.com. It's Christmas time, and nothing says I love Christmas more than a nice shaving kit from straightrazors.com. Type in the promo code REVOLUTION and get 20% off. Uh, try their aftershave. Their smolder aftershave is the jam. Um, the greatest shit on the planet. I fucking love it. And uh, so is their smolder cologne. Uh, big fan. Uh, last but not least... We've got a little strikeforceenergy.com. Jabes, I'm going to bring you in on split screen. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Boom. Yep. Every boom, time. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. yeah. Now, every last one, I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. Thanks. Uh, strikeforceenergy.com. You know them. You, look, you've known, you've known them for years. Uh, but what you haven't known is uh, about their new flavors. This Make America Grape Again flavor, is that's my fucking jam. It's my, that's my end all be all. That's, the, that's my bee's knees, if you will. It's my bee's knees. Uh, big fan of it. They got four tasty freedom flavors. They got original, they got orange, they've got lemon, and uh, again, make America grape again. Just a little tiny tin pouch full of energy. Rip the top open, squeeze it in at any drink, 
and it's you're good to go. Better than five hour energy and all that shit. Uh, you can kick the can. You don't need the can anymore, kids. Yeah, fuck that shit. Yeah, keister, throw it out the window. Find find somebody who's getting married and tie those cans to the back of a car. You don't even know. Go to strikeforceenergy.com. Type in the promo code Revolution for twenty percent off. They have a subscription of the month club, and they ship everywhere in the entire world. Strikeforceenergy.com. Dot com. Uh, we're leading off big. We're leading off making a murder. This is your night, Jabes. Oh. This is your night. Um, now listen, what's the, what's the deal? So deal was this. There was a fight for your right to get him out of jail and party, essentially, for Mr. Brendan DeHassey. Sure. Uh, and he got out. Like, they, they said, hey, great. Uh, a court said that he was coerced into his testimony. Okay. Which and he was. He was. I, I, I believe he was. Um, I believe the other guy's, I, I believe Stephen Avery is guilty. And we've talked about this numerous times. But the crazy thing is, is they filed an appeal in the state of Wisconsin in a federal court to have this blocked. Um, so he had to wait in jail. He was supposed to, he was supposed to have gotten out uh, about three or four months ago. Okay. And this appeal was going on, this appeal process. And all of a sudden tonight, they said, hey, your, uh, your request has been denied. You're going back to fucking jail. So you're staying in jail. And um, that's it. Now, with all of this, um, you know, the making a murder and everything, controversy surrounding it, everyone getting involved, they wouldn't do this, I don't think, unless they had something. Like, (sighs) really had something. Because why? Everyone's watching them now. Do you know what I mean? If you have something beyond his confession, why why isn't that out in the blue where it's like, all right, like, hypothetical, let's see. Out in the what? out, out, Out in the world. Besides the confession, because right now they don't have anything with him at the murder scene or any anything like yeah, that. Yeah, but they wouldn't dec- disclose that to just you know, but the press cor- the, or the, whatever. The, cor- the court, so it would be in court, right? But the, they would have said, "Hey guys, no, we saw, you know." Well, that's going to be in the trial, or right? I, it it, it would have been in the trial, so but they denied it, right? So they have there. There is no new trial. There's new n- nothing. And he's he's in jail. Maybe. Or the other thing is that court is just as corrupt as making a murderer Maybe. was trying to. Um, Maybe. Uh, the, the, the fascinating reveal. thing I find about it is, you know, season two is coming up. So they're shooting right now. So, so all, all of this is going to be in there. Yes. And you're okay, going to be able so to we'll see find this. Out. Yeah. Um, allegedly. I, I don't know if they allow cameras in the court. Did they do for the first one? I don't. I don't remember. It's been a while now. I feel like this was what two years ago. Yeah, I don't. I don't either. So you're gonna have to rely on somebody else talking to you, um, and I guess maybe Brendan himself if they can get him on the phone. I don't know how that works. Yeah. So we'll see. It, it, it's fascinating because you know you watch that show, and I, I look. I've said it a million times that I think Stephen Avery's guilty in some capacity. I don't think that kid was. I think that kid was over there when shit got fucked up. And, you know, uh, there, there was nothing so he So you could think do. that he had nothing to do with it or didn't see anything or wasn't a part of, like, getting rid of the body or anything like that? No, because, again, I, I think he, he is on the spectrum of, you know... So he, you don't think if, if, he, if he's not retarded, he, he might be partially or just... You know, completely uneducated or, or... Well, they already said it was, like, really, really low IQ. Basically is how they say it. Yeah, like. so... Uh, exactly. So uh, it's it's one of those things where, you know, I don't think he could have done this, that kid, mentally done this. 
I don't think he did anything, but I think maybe like he said, he went over there and either Stephen had already done something or was like kind of doing something or whatever and had him help bring the body to the fire pit. Mm-hmm. Do you know uh, what I mean? Maybe. Uh, and maybe but, but he again, didn't know what he was doing. He didn't know what he was grabbing, whatever. But that coupled with his weird confession equals like, sorry, you know, um, one of the guys in the West Memphis, Memphis three had like the same IQ as him. Sure. And that is the same thing that happened. Well, look, they got out. They got out a really long time later. Yeah. But that was the idea is that he confessed. But coerced think, into a confession. I think Stephen Avery is now out of chances. Like, I think he's done altogether. Yeah, he's done. But the Brendan Hassey thing, I, I would assume since he's younger, he's got more shots at this. But, um, yeah. you know, I don't, I don't know that we'll ever know the real answer to that story. But I, I find it fascinating that they announced this on a Friday night and just kind of buried the story where it was, yeah. all right, great, that's it. That's all we got. Sorry. Sorry, he's going back to jail. And again, I think this will ramp back up again when the new season of Making a Murderer comes out. But uh, fuck, how long is that going to take? Mm. That's the thing is you're just sitting in there for years. They're just, and they're just filming now. Yeah. Like they've got to edit still. Uh-oh. Uh, all of Go it. through the footage. All More stuff's going to come out. Yeah. They've got to push the thing. They got to keep, so this is going to, I mean, they're going to be in, in, in there for a long goddamn time. Dang it. Crazy. It's a crazy fucking world. Uh, but I, look, I, I do think that he, that guy did it. So eh, Okay, well, if it, he it did it, it then you have to believe since um, Brandon was like on the property all the time, related to him, right. did exactly what he said all the time, which is like ride the fucking ATVs around and like drag something over to the fire pit, which is what he did. So if you believe that Stephen Avery did it, you have to believe that that Brandon had something to do with it. Not any kind of mastermind, maybe not even knowing what he's doing. Right. But if they're not going to take his IQ into account, it's like, yeah, he was a part of it. What can you do? Yeah. Because for example, me, I am a mastermind. I'm a really smart guy. I took your low IQ into account when I wanted to hire you on the show. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. You know what I mean? I just go along. Yeah. yeah, Okay. If you, if this was, you know, a murder and I need like a body dragged out, I would make you do it obviously. And under the guise of what, what would you say? Wine? you know, it's a it's a box of wine. Yeah. 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 yeah, Like just grab this wine and bring it over. That's 80 pounds of jelly donuts. I need you to take out. Come on. And I'd be like down. Yeah, exactly. Down exactly. for whatever. Because I could, you know, you put a body in a, in a trash bag or something like that and I'd be like, oh, that's 80 pounds of jelly donuts. You wouldn't know anything. No, no, would you question it? Sure. You just haul it out to the trash. And again, with my and live low your life. IQ. Super low. Yeah. I just do. Was it a 36? Is that what you? Um, It was 70s. Okay. Low. Early. Low. Low, early low, 70s? Seven, low 70s. Yeah. Is that what you call it? Early 70s? No. Listen, no, I don't know. I'd go low 70s. I don't 70s. know. I don't low, know. Okay. low. Low 70s. Low. Real yeah. Low. Real low. Um. So, yeah, basically, I would, you know, jelly donut, wine, body, could be whatever. Sure. But as long as there's an ATV and a fire and some fucking drinks, yeah, I'm you're down, good to go. You're good to go. You know, good to go. I'm down for the cause. Yeah, you're fine. And if we're buddies, you know, I'm not going to ask. No. Why would you? Right. And um, then if a cop tells me, hey, you did this. Guess what? Yeah. Ah, guess what? We're you know, putting the so system I on see, trial. I see how it could work. No, if, uh, 100%. 100 percent sure uh and we get some man i'm we have some good news with apple today because i've been going through a fucking shit storm with apple by the way 
Well, we all we're on the same boat. Are we all in the same boat? Anybody who's watching at home or, or listening at home, like I, I am, a, I'm an Apple guy. I have been since day one. In production, all we use is Macs, Apples, uh, like fucking phones, iPhones, all of that shit, because it all connects. It makes it easier for everyone. Uh, there's always you know one asshole in a production who's got a Samsung, and you're like, dude, you know, you make fun of that guy, and it's just like, oh Christ, we can't send them things, and sure. you've, you know, you got to do fucking google drive or whatever the goddamn shit is with with that right whatever happened whatever they did to this iphone 10 this iphone x mm-hmm. completely has shit on the rest of the phones yeah and i don't need like i saw the iphone x i don't need it it's not really better than the phone that i have i have that that's seven plus seven s plus or whatever yeah, the fuck yeah. It is. it's not be- like it's not that much better than that goddamn phone at what point are you gonna log back on you gonna get the 11 the 12. I don't know. Like I, I like, I like the phone that I have now a lot. The problem is whatever the, whatever the fuck they have done at Apple with, I mean, there's 90 updates on my phone once a week. Shit doesn't work. And it's spelling things for me, turning the light off for me in my phone. It spells it. You press it. And then when you press it, but it'll it's go, completely something different. Yeah. And it'll go like capital letters. And then you'll, you'll have sent this and it's just like, Oh great. I just, I just told my mom that, you know, I just stuck my dick in the mashed potatoes and it's, I didn't and mean what to say you were that. Trying to say what was, I was trying to say was, Hey mom, I miss you. It's been a while. Sure. I know we have, also I, weird. I know we haven't chatted in a while, but right. I miss you mm-hmm. instead. It's, Oh, guess what, mom? My dick has been in the mashed potatoes and I'm waiting for you to come over for Christmas. But dinner. to be real, is that, does she find that too strange from you? No, prob- like, uh, pro- probably not. That's almost like you saying, I miss you. But to I, her. I send a lot of emails from my phone and it's, it's capitalizing words and changing words that, that shouldn't be there. I deal with lawyers and shit a lot every day. Um, you know, you name it across the board and it's like, I look like an asshole sending these emails, especially as a writer where they're like, Hey man, don't you have like three books that are like public? No, mm-hmm. no, you don't. Cause in an email, you can't even caps caps lock the right words. Like, sure. um, I look like a fucking idiot. Right. And it, it, it drives me to the end of the world of insanity, like the fucking end of the world of like insanity, like bug fuck Aaron Hernandez CTE level where I don't understand. Like I love, I love the phone that I had quit fucking fucking with it. Quit doing mm-hmm. the stupid shit to it. Mm-hmm. And I, now I've been, I've been so pissed off. It's the first time in my life where I've contemplated switching, like getting a, a Samsung galaxy. Oh, don't, don't, I don't know. I mean, that's great. Friends of ours. That's crazy. To friends say of like ours that. who, you know, the, the picture quality is that's about it. Fantastic. But it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's amazing yeah but like great what else do i need it for besides that you know i guess itunes um and and the one positive story about itunes is uh that you know apple's buying shazam um that's that deal's supposed to go through on uh on monday okay uh, i mean that's and i'll tell you why it's positive i use shazam a lot i'm a big shazam you do. You do. um i mean i i've had that app since probably day one and anything that I need, I fucking Shazam it. I keep the list. And then I'll, I'll you know, I'll usually go, go back to work and go to Spotify or whatever it is. Sure. Um, juice it up. And uh, uh, with Apple buying it now, I might have to get that fucking Apple music. Oh. Yeah. Because what's going to happen is the Shazam is going to hook in to your Apple music. Yep. So whatever you Shazam, then you can just play or put on your playlist or whatever. And mm-hmm. it's, I mean, it's a genius move by Apple. There's not a buy button there now. There, there is a buy button there. Okay. Um, but this, if you have the Apple Music, mm-hmm. 
It'll just automatically yeah, just yeah, play. Yeah. Uh, how much is the Apple Music? Do you know? I don't. It's like a monthly thing, mm-hmm. right? I don't know. It was right now. I'm paying for Spotify. Uh, we've had this conversation. I'm not paying for Spotify. I'm paying for SoundCloud. Um, Does twelve ninety nine sound? I mean, it sounds like you're making up a number, but sure. Sure. Well, how does that strike you? Ah, it strikes me let's fine. Buy, let's do it. Ah, it strikes me You've fine. You've got a deal. Yeah. twelve ninety nine. You've let's got do it. a deal. <laughs> if it is, if it is twelve ninety nine, I'm gonna have to buy that shit. Oh, Sirius XM is the other one I have. Oh yeah. And that but that's I'm paying, like thirty? Uh no, nineteen ninety nine a month. Okay. Um so yeah, nowhere near it. No, they're wrong. Just number. making up ah you don't fact check. You don't fact check. No <laughs> Listen, need. what's the point? I just like to be here, be now with the connection. No, I like that. I love that about sure, you. Sure, sure, love sure, sure. Love that about you. But uh-huh. uh, that, that night, so I got the 1999, I got the fucking SoundCloud and the other shit. I haven't bought Spotify, but Apple Music, like, I feel like I'm going to have to do this now to, if they buy Shazam, then I can go right to these songs from Shazam to the, the Apple library, whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah. The, the iLibrary. I'm going to have to do that shit. Would you do fourteen ninety nine? Is that what it is? Yes. Oh. <laughs> I was gonna try and make a deal. Well, yeah. What was the huge? How do you feel about fourteen ninety nine? Fourteen ninety nine. Oh boy, I, I feel okay about fourteen ninety nine. Nine ninety nine. Yeah, I'd rather do nine ninety nine. Okay, it's nine ninety nine. Is it? Yeah. Fuck off. Well, it's fourteen ninety nine per month for a family subscription with six people. Oh well, you're family, so you're gonna Thank have to you. get it too. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Or just ninety nine nine for like the losers, the single losers out there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's times like these you learn to love. Yeah. I wish. I wish. I wish I was uh, now single. You know, save me yeah. five dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Save me five dollars. That gonna be you know? the last straw. Yeah. Well. So have fun. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Do it. Nine ninety nine. Yeah. God damn it. I remember those 999 yeah. days, you know? Right? Those single 999 days when I was <laughs> oh, just You want to go back to that? Footloose and fancy free. Like you and J-Law? Yeah, just uh well, she's well, single. Her schedule. Her schedule's pretty busy. You know, her schedule's just real yeah. tough, right? J-Law. Otherwise, you and her J-Law. She's getting she's getting kind of political these days. Um so, eh, you know. I've always hated her. Yeah. <laughs> have you? I have, you know. She's been, she's been a nemesis. Sure, for you, for a long um, time. Acting wise, right? Not looks wise. Come on. Yeah, no, no. She can't compete. Yeah. But um, <laughs> a nemesis, and then I just started to realize that she's real annoying, and you know, I've been over this before on this show. Sure. So I'm not gonna do it again. I don't but, know. um, yeah, real annoying, real, real. Her and yeah. Chris, Chrissy Teigen, right? Yeah. yeah We're just yeah. so real. We like bacon. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chrissy Teigen, she. Uh, I fall. Yeah, she's she she does the same shit. She does the same shit. So I I, I don't know. Um, you know, I, look, I'm sure she'll call, and I'll I'll figure it out then. But in the meantime, you know, listen, you're, if you're your guys' I know for a fact, if your guys' schedules yeah. ever lined up, yeah, bye bye, yeah. bye bye to the, me and the, your family. The other thing to consider though is that nine ninety nine. Like, I really <laughs> want to make that clear. Um, that's going to be a big, well, a, big sticking point Yeah. where if I get a, a chance, bonus. if I get a chance to be single again and, and enjoy that 999 single plan on, mm-hmm. on Apple music, yeah. I'm going to shoot for the stars. Yeah. Um, I'm going to keep my feet on the ground, but I'm going to shoot for the stars. Cause J law is very independent too. 
Yeah. So like she'll have her own. She'll too. have her own, and I don't want to share a fucking library mm-mm, with her. Mm-mm. I don't want to share. That's her an library. independent gal. Is she friends with Lena Dunham too? Can you? Did yes. You, oh God. You yeah. have confirmation of that. I have picked. I have seen pictures of them together Christ. hanging out. Yeah. God. Yeah. It, it, it yeah. is. You were guilty by association on that one with me. Like you get too far down the lead in Dunham Hole, because you guys would be dating, right? And like she'd right. be like, "Oh, we're gonna meet a friend, friend for dinner in Brooklyn or yeah, whatever." And yeah. you're like, "I would hate, I would hate her so much. I would walk out. I would walk out of the dinner. I couldn't even." Right. You know that about me, right? Have I told you these stories? Of what? If I don't like, like I have this fear, like not a fear. I don't like to waste time. Like well, that I know. Uh, that you know, and, but like to an extreme level where I've wa- I've walked out of dates and just been like. Hey, this 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 wasn't the thing. We that's we should just mean. call this like no. That's mean. But like after dinner or date. something or whatever, like it's just a waste of time. Like there's mine, the whole thing, and like I, I can't I can't say if somebody showed up with Lena Dunham, I'd be like, I get me the fuck out of here. Get me, find me my straight razor. I'm gonna end this right now, right at the sure. table. Sure. Right at the fucking table. Okay. Um, and that guy she defended in the you know her writer and the hashtag me too yes do you know that the guy that he uh raped allegedly was uh harold pernos donner from lost like he's a famous actor uh no yeah he came out and made a statement um today and was just like i'm really proud of my daughter and like he look he was on lost forever uh he was a he's been in a million fucking things and i didn't know it was his daughter and it's like financially she doesn't need anything so right uh and she didn't she didn't sue or press charges and like, or, or I'm sorry, she didn't sue for any money or ask for any money. Like he That's said, huge. well, he and Lena Dunham said that she did. And then he had to go back and make a, a his lawyer had to go back and make a, a retraction on that statement and say, no, we were, we were misinformed. There was no money that was asked. And I was just like, come mm. on, man, I can't fucking hear this. Mm. And everybody's selective shit about, you know, who to believe and who not to believe including Lena Dunham. I mean, she was the fucking initial champion of this, this, this shit. Right. And, uh, then when it came to somebody she knew, no, no, this, this didn't happen to my friend. Um, and I've heard that a lot lately. Uh, the, 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 the newest one is the, the Roy Moore accuser. Yeah. Whew. What about it? She got caught forging that, uh, that yearbook. So the yearbook that was the, part, at the center that, of uh, a part of it. Yes. Not so, the whole, his name was still in it. His name was still in it, but the year was forged. And that's, that's, the, that's the overall thing that they're having an issue with right now, is how old she was. And so she had to go on and, you know, with Gloria Allred and go to Fox News and all of that shit and say, hey, so I added the dates later so that I could remember where I was and what year he did this. And then after that, it was a fucking... Uh, it was like dropping a loaf of bread in Afghanistan. I mean, the, the news had a fucking field day. And then all of the Republican Party, Trump uh, and the rest of the GOP came out and supported him in the election on Tuesday because of this new evidence that it had come to light. And I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to believe. I don't know anything about that guy, really. And if he wasn't in the limelight for, you know, running as a Republican for the Alabama Senate seat, I don't know that we would. Would, right. would we know any of this? Would, would any of these stories come to light? Like, I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, I, I believe, I mean, like, I'm not in a world where I'm going to say right now that I don't believe her. 
that she, that her story. Why forge a yearbook? Like it's just he signed it. I, I get it, but you're writing the year and the date in there, and that, that, that's everything that is in question. Because this thing happened to her, and she writes it later. But later, when? Like, because the rumor is after this, after the after the incident. No, no, no. It, it was a different time period. She's not saying when. They were asking her when. She's not giving an answer. So do you not believe her? I, I don't know. I, with all of these people, and again, I don't, I don't give a shit what party you're in. Um, with it's all gonna of be these, really rough if he gets elected. I, I, tell me about it. But I, with all of these people that are caught up in these accusations and all of this shit, the ones that I have the hardest problem with are the ones that are like thirty and forty years old. Yeah. Where yeah, for it, sure. Like Roy Moore. Yeah. Why didn't you say something you forty-two say something? years ago when this happened? Um, you know, in the yearbook it said nineteen seventy-seven. Right. Was when she wrote this date down. That was forty years ago. But yeah, you're only saying something when he's running for an election. Yeah. Like he was a, a prominent judge and all that shit for. Yeah. Don't like that for sure. Many, many years. Yeah. Um, said like the Dustin Hoffman thing. Did she try to and somebody. No. No. So I, I, all of these allegations are coming out now. The, uh, the Dustin Hoffman thing again, that woman was 32 years ago, 30, right. 33 years ago. Uh, you know, there's a bunch of them that are going back where in time where it's just like, Hey man, if you were really this offended or, you know, Al Franken, yeah, Al Franken shit was a long time ago. A long time ago. If you were this offended back then, why, why, why is this now just coming to light? How do you feel about the guy that is stepping down because he asked someone in his office to be a surrogate for his baby, for that, his family? That one I, I, I don't agree with. Um, it's crazy, right? Yeah. And, and I know people that have had trouble conceiving that have same. asked people at work, yeah. girl to girl, but still like ask people at work that they respect that they're friends with. Absolutely. If they would ever think about it. It's a weird subject, but um, I guess her thing, the girl's thing with it was after she said no, he then treated her badly, got shunned, whatever at work. Well, the thing with all of this is, yeah, anytime it's out. Now, that that stigma never leaves you now whether you're guilty or innocent of, of right. whatever it is that stigma doesn't leave you and he left early probably being like fuck this shit exactly <laughs> like i'm not even i don't i don't want to fucking this. deal I, with this yeah i'm sorry that i asked somebody this at work but i mean again if he was like mean to this person or shun them or they didn't you know they were treated badly at work because they said no right then sure but if it was something that like they just felt uncomfortable and it is, it's uncomfortable, but he asked and sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So it's again, all She's of these accusations, crazy. whatever happens with them, let's say some of them turn out to be not true. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Cause it, you're not, you, you're not going to said it. Yeah. And you're you not going to hear it. about that story anymore. It, you know, it'll be a small print of like, Oh, somebody got this wrong and this was wrong and, and whatever. Yeah. Uh, you know, the latest one was Brian Singer. I called that months ago uh i was i mean i came out again we're not celebrating that you were no right, we're, we're not but you were right but i, I said look i because some some of the the listeners had asked me they were like all right cool if you knew about spacey and all these other guys you know like like on the show that you said you did why not out the people that aren't out yet and i was like great here's the biggest one i think is out there right now and it was brian singer and like you know we got fired from bohemian rhapsody and then uh, like 90 lawsuits have been triggered last night USC took his name off the film school, the whole shit. Um, Dang. Well, I was young boys. And like, mm -hmm. you know, I would say 
there's a bunch of pictures up. You can you can determine their age, but you know you're looking at anywhere from 15 to to 17 in these pictures, and it was just like, oh man. Um, and I think there's a spectrum. Of, like I think there's a spectrum of that's the worst little boys, yes, little girls. Yeah. yeah. Then it goes down to like rape in any capacity. Yeah. Then it's like yeah. Grab an ass. Then it's like grabbing boob. Then right, it's right, like right. unwanted advances. Then it's like, do you know, I think there's a spectrum. And I think that a lot of girls think that too, but it's like really unpopular to say. You know what uh, I mean? It's just like yeah. all under the yeah. umbrella. It's all a harassment. Yeah. It's all harassment. Don't ask what happened. Don't ask the difference. It just can't happen anymore. And I agree. The new one is Rose McGowan and uh, that Asia Argento were calling out Alyssa Milano for hanging out with Harvey Weinstein's ex-wife. And they were saying, you shouldn't do this. And, you know, uh, Alyssa Milano came out and said, you know, I was checking in on her. She's strong and she's getting through this and all this shit. And it's just like, you shouldn't side with her. And it's like, why? Why? Don't tell me what I should do anyways. Not only that, but that's another woman who's going through a hard time. And just because she was married to him, she, I mean, she left him as soon as these allegations came out. Yeah. So why isn't that a fucking woman helping another woman in that situation? doesn't make sense to me. Um, I, I haven't been particularly stoked with uh, the, the, the comments that Alyssa Milano makes on, on Twitter. But what? Uh, Like what? She's fucking hardcore political. Like, I mean, Liberal. every single second of her day is spent Like there's on no just that. normal fucking nope. tweet of like. Nothing. I don't like that shit either. Nothing. And the other thing is, uh, you know, she knew about the Corey Feldman thing. Hadn't said shit about that until they made her. Uh, The Corey Feldman thing is real interesting. I don't know if you heard yesterday. They found his tapes. Remember he said he went in and and told police what had happened to him as a boy? They found those? Found the tapes. 1993. Santa Barbara. And the Santa Barbara uh, chief of police was like, hey... We made a mistake and we found those tapes he was talking about in that box. So they've got the audio recording. So whatever he said, he went in and went in and told police in 1993, like Corey wasn't fucking crazy. Wow. Yeah. So I mean, he is a little bit, but yeah. But if all was, of that shit happens, looking back on it now, you got to be weird. Well, if all this shit happened to you one, and then you're trying to tell everybody what your life was like and no one believes you. And they constantly say you're a liar for, that was 23 years ago, 24 years ago that he went and, and, and told the police what was happening to him. If you, if you go in and you have these secrets for 24 years that you've been trying to tell people and nobody will listen to you. You're going to go nuts. You're going to go nuts. You're going to make weird ass music. Oh boy. Right? Isn't that the first thing you would Feldman. do? Feldman. Fucking Feldman. <laughs> I so, would just make weird fucking music. Yeah, so I, I, don't, I, I don't know what's on the tapes. I don't know what's going to happen with those tapes, but they did locate them and they have them as of yesterday. That's so, fucking crazy. Are we going to hear anything? If he, he said he names names. So, Fuck. yeah. I, I, I imagine they've got to handle this pretty delicately, but, um, you know, it'll come out in time. And Dang. it's, uh, it, yeah, it's going to be, I mean, because that's, that's proving he's not a liar and it's proving that all of this shit he's been talking about has been true. And, yep. you know, everybody kind of brushed him away and dismissed him. And then they found these tapes. I mean, because it was the, the chief of police who was like, hey, we found these tapes. And they were like, oh, no. Yeah. How do you just like brush that as like a little boy coming in and being I don't, like. I don't think it's, it's necessarily brushing it aside, but, you know. They didn't do anything. At the time, 
Michael Jackson and all those guys were famous. Who knows who could have suppressed that is all I'll say. Who knows yeah. who could have kept that evidence down and paid for whatever not to be heard or, or listened to. Or if, if memory serves me correctly, I think that was about the time that Michael Jackson was on trial uh, with the other kid. So oh, shit. it was right around that. In that, Santa Barbara? Is that, that why time? he went I to believe, Santa Barbara? I believe so. So, yeah. Mm, Remember when he got mm, on top of the mm, limo mm. and was just. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was his best self. Yeah. That was. There was a crowd, you know, a throng full of people and all of that shit. That was one of the most surreal moments I've ever seen in my life. Right after that court victory. R.I.P. Yeah. But if it was, and let's say that it turned out to be that, how fucking crazy would it be to hear those tapes? Dang. They were hanging out all the time. So who knows? Who fucking knows? What I do know is this whiskey is really kicking in. Is it doing the trick? Really kicking in. Uh, and it's award seasons too. I fuck. I really wanted to go see, um, uh, fucking disaster artist. Yes, I want to see a disaster artist. I really want to see it now too. Like I wasn't super stoked on it, but I listened to a, how did this get made on a, a about podcast the room? podcast about the room. Yeah, and by the way, for the audience, for, for those of you who don't know, um, the disaster artist is based on, uh, the worst film ever made called the room. And uh, James Franco and uh, Seth Rogen and I believe Dave Franco is in it as well. They're, yes. they're those, those are the three. reenacting yeah. how, how this movie even got made in the first place. Because it turned into a cult classic. Cult classic. Phenomenon. I love it. I, and I, I own wonder. It. It's still upstairs on DVD. I wonder how far reaching it is. Like if it's just an L.A. and New York, Chicago type of thing. I don't know. Or if it if people everywhere kind of understand the phenomenon that is the room where it started as this like weird what is this horrible movie and then these college kids at like usc got a hold of it started like doing screenings and made it into this crazy cult that's like fascinating and every time you watch it there's like something new and it's this weird thing that people can't figure out if he's a genius or mentally like they don't know what i I, look i I told you uh, like off air that i lived I lived right next to the billboard on, on Sunset. So I, I would me too. see it every single day on the way home. And I, it was one of those things where between my, my roommates and I, we, we would always joke. because so we just moved to L.A. and we'd be like, oh, man, we got to go see the room at Sunset 5. And it was only at Sunset 5. That was it. So it wasn't playing anywhere else, but it was always playing at Sunset 5. And this, this billboard was up. And I remember asking somebody like, hey, how much is that billboard? And at the time, the billboard was 25000 a month steep because you're on the corner of essentially La Brea and and Sunset Sunset Boulevard hard Hollywood and this this fucking billboard was up but it was a shitty billboard the billboard was shitty because the poster was shitty so it, it was this guy in black and white it was intriguing but it was graining exactly so you kept asking what it is what is this to the point where I thought it was a joke or maybe some type of art piece or something that that I, I just wasn't in on the LA joke yet and then finally, I asked somebody, I was like, what's the fucking room? And they were like, oh, well, it's, it's like the worst movie of all time. Like, it's at it's it's Sunset 5 or whatever. And I was made. like, all right, well, who's paying, who's paying for this? And they were like, well, the guy is, I heard. I heard he's paying for the billboards. And I heard he's four-walling the movie. Four-walling means uh, putting the movie in theaters himself, which you can do. You can do that with any movie you want. Uh, we could shoot, um, you know, something, a porn tonight. And I could, we could put it in a theater. Yep. 
Uh, feel a little. Well, I ate a lot, so sure. Feeling a little bloated. Yeah, you're gonna. gonna Maybe another time. Yeah, you're gonna set this one up. Uh, But you can put any movie you want in any theater if you can pay for it. Typically, it's about five grand a week. Um, But but you do get your box office receipts out of you you get it back. So let's say your movie makes more than five grand. Congratulations, Uh, they're gonna give you money back on that, and that's it. Um, And you you would think to yourself, ah shit. Five grand that doesn't seem like that much money to make in a week. It is. You're, you're still going to have to get, you know, 500 people to go see your movie that week. Right. Uh, 10 bucks a piece. If that's, if that's what it is, that's what it was going for at the time. So anyways, I got caught up in this hype. I finally was just like, fuck it. I'm, I'm just going to go see this movie. I'm just going to go. And I went, uh, my roommate was like, I'm, I'm not going on this fucking thing. He's like, I'm not doing it. Stupid. Yeah. So I, I went by myself and I, it was a midnight on a Friday, Sunset Five, which is an all independent film theater. And I didn't know what to expect. And I get there and it's fucking packed. So there was a line to get tickets and it's packed. And I'm like, what is going on? Um, before the movie starts, people are throwing footballs, uh, forks, things like that, like getting ready for this movie to start. And I was like, I, I, it reminded me of Rocky Horror Picture mm-hmm. Show. So I'd seen Rocky Horror in high school. And, you know, people are throwing rice at the screen and all that shit. And um, it, it reminded me of the same thing. And I was like, man, does anyone else know about this in the outside world? Same same. That's you were, what I mean. Same way you were yeah. talking. And they didn't. Yeah. So I was the only one. And then, not, I mean, not the only one, but one of my friends. Right. So, like, my friends back east had no idea what this was uh, at all. Okay. And then I ended up buying the DVD uh, off of Amazon. And then showing it to some people that came over and all this other shit. Nobody really got it. Like got the hilarity of it to me. Where I, I did. Like right. I, I, I thought it was hilarious from day one. But I also knew the guy was trying to make a, a serious movie. And that was. That to me that was the beauty of it. Where this. You had this guy who was trying to make a serious film. And it turned out to be shitty. Like the, the movies I make. Like Helen Keller versus Night Wolves or Poolboy Drowning Out the Fury. Like I'm spoofing bad movies intentionally. Whereas this this guy is is not doing that clearly. And uh, that made me, I mean, literally for years I went on this trek of like finding out what I could about him. Uh, I, I had heard that he was selling jean jackets and jeans to, to Russians to pay for the billboard and some other things. There was so many wild conspiracy theories out there that I, I, don't, I don't know what was true and what, what wasn't. Um, but I'm amped this movie got made and I, and I definitely want to see it. What, yeah. w- what was your first uh, contact with this movie? Um, it was the billboards. Okay. For sure. Sure. Um, same thing would drive by. And then a friend of mine, Mike uh, Rousselet from Five Second Films. Okay. Did a piece on it at USC and then they started doing screenings there. Gotcha. And then after that was... Or it was at Sunset Five or it was after that or whatever. But um, that was my first introduction to it. Mm. And um, I just find the guy uh, fascinating. Yeah, because... And there's something genuine about it. And this is why I think think it went as far as it did. Because it it was something that we all, anyone that moved to Hollywood or LA or whatever, to act or to produce or do anything out there. You have this like, you know, idea that like you could do it. And yep. you want to be this big movie star and you want to be sex symbol, whatever. So this guy, this Polish guy. T- 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 Tommy Wiseau. Yeah. Name, yeah. Um, came yeah. out here, wanted to be James Dean. 
wanted to try and like disguise his voice and sound so American and he just wanted to make a movie and he was in like acting classes and met someone, you know, had a an acting partner that ends up being Oh hi Mark. Oh hi Mark Mark. Yeah. The guy that plays Mark is this guy Greg that ends up is still his best friend and makes movies with him. But to this something to this day there's something Really? really genuine about A their friendship. And just like what he's trying to do. And it's so stupid, but you're just kind of like, he did it. Yeah. And and, and B, like they did make a movie. They they did did make it. And and they finished it and they put it out and that's huge. And the the craziest thing about this whole story to me is what he came out here to do and genuinely set out to do. He actually accomplished. Yes. It was just in a completely roundabout fuck all way. But... You know, the, I, I remember their budget was six million for that movie, and I can't imagine that he hasn't made that money back tenfold, like o- over the so. years. Yeah, I mean, I, I, the room to me when I bought that off of Amazon was one of those movies that everybody who came over and I showed it to, if they were in LA and they were like, you know, in the in the entertainment industry, I ended up taking of like, hey, can I borrow this? And never right. brought it back. Right. So I bought like five of them. Um, same with White Hot American Summer back in the day, and it was it was one of those things that everybody kept taking, yeah, and uh, and that was it. And it's fascinating because if a lot of people are saying Franco might be nominated, um, and if he is, that means Tommy Ugh. gets to go to the Golden Globes. The whole that starts gets all to go to the Oscars, again. and it's it's it would be an amazing story if it ends up happening. I'd be really really stoked about that. Yeah, because the guy does seem genuine, as ridiculous as he is. But he is. He's and he's a kook. Like you can't talk to him. Like the interviews are ridiculous. Nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, nuts. but yeah, he really does still believe. Like, you know, I'm I'm can do it. He I I also think he thinks he's passing as American, which is so amazing. Yeah. No. No. Not a million. Oh years. hi, Mark. Oh hi, Mark. Oh hi. And the whole movie was ADR. It was mm-hmm. they had to record the voices afterwards because there was no the sound guy. Like they didn't have a proper sound guy. Yeah, in the and whole he quit shit. like first day or yeah. something like that. Yeah, bunch of green screen, bunch of uh, you name it. I, we shot. I shot a movie in one of those locations, and I didn't know. And all the crew had, had told me afterwards. They were like, "Man, I really appreciate today." And I was like, "Why?" And they were like, "Oh, this is where the room was shot." And I was like, "Fuck off!" And I was like, "Fuck you!" And I fucking punched yeah. him. Dude. It, it was like, like you know I, when you're running around directing all day. It was one of those one moments throughout the day where you're like, ah. This is fucking cool. I wish I could take a moment to enjoy this. Can't moving no, on. I know. Can't move it on. Can't moving on. Yeah. Put my put the fucking lunch in my trailer. I can't. I can't right now. I right. Can't. But I, right. I'm I'm amped about that. Uh, and you saw the one you were amped about, Lady Bird. I did. How how was Lady Bird? <laughs> Here's what I'm gonna say. I don't recommend it. Whoa. To is it like a Manchester on by the this sea? show? I'm not gonna recommend it. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't yeah, want we're any, a crash show. Listen, I don't want any of you guys to go out and see it and be like, yeah. Jesse, you gay. Good, yeah. You gay. Like yeah. I'm, I'm gay. Um, no, um, it's a, uh, it's really good. She did a really good job. The performances are amazing. And it really like spoke to me. It's about like complicated. Anyone who has a complicated, a woman, no, anyone who has a complicated, and relationship, her mother. shut up. <laughs> anyone who has a complicated relationship with their mom that they love but it's complicated mm-hmm. drive each other crazy i think anyone that can relate to that if you want if you want to see a you know your life on sure. screen it was very 90s 
lots of like 90s songs. You guys know really? I loved it, loved yeah. it, loved it, loved it. That was your dream then. It's my dream, but obscure dream? ones. It hmm. was, it was good. Yeah. It was real. It's nice. It's really good. Um, I, I liked it, but again, I'm not, and I think it's a contender for sure. Depending on how it, things go. It is winning every award. Uh, speaking of which, that Get Out won the first Critics Award I'm for glad. Boston. And uh, you should see Get Out. You, you still haven't seen Get Out yet. I saw like half of it. Yeah. yeah you should I get see a little it. tired at night. Yeah. Now you should see the rest <laughs> of it. I, again, I, the only thing that I'm, because I, I liked Get Out a lot. Yeah. I did not like the ending. Okay. Um, only because I like to see more aggressive endings. Okay. Whereas this was more of a comedic ending. And a lot of people have a problem with the fact that this is getting nominated under the comedy category. Oh, yeah. Um, Because there is a character that's really funny. And then the ending of the film turns out to be funnier than you thought. And I got to work with one of the writers who worked on that script. And and he was like, oh, yeah, you know, I worked on on Get Out and and all of that shit. And I was like, he goes, "Uh, did you see it? And I go... I go, oh, yeah, yeah, I just saw it actually a couple weeks ago. And he goes, what would you think? And he goes, and I go, man, I really would have loved to have seen a different ending that was super hardcore and aggressive. And he goes, what was the ending? And I told him what the ending was. I'm not going to spoil it for the audience. And he goes, that was the original ending. Oh, no. Yeah. And he said it did not test well. And of course not. And it said, you know, uh, they were at a screening. He said they were at a screening in Arizona. A test screening. So they have a bunch of test screenings for audiences to see how it does for, you know, normal people outside of L.A. And they said the movie was off the charts, 90s all the way till the ending of the movie, the original ending. Mm. And then they just fucking started voting it down over mm. and over, just mashing the button. Well, like, people uh, need, people need everything to be buttoned up on a nice like bow for you. This ending buttoned it up. I will say this. So you had you had the you had a firm ending. It was just an aggressive ending. And, you know, we, we've talked about this before where I, there was one project, 50K and a Call Girl, where I wrote a super aggressive ending and this director said he would not do the movie if, if that ending stayed. So I ended up changing it. Uh, I, I, I did give the script, though, to a bunch of people who I trusted at the time. And they were like, oh, yeah, we don't, we don't want to see that character go like that. And I was just like, you might not, but I do. And I think the audience would understand. Um, And it's one of those things where you make that decision and you'll never know because once it goes out in its form, whatever form that is, um, then, then that's it. The audience will only know that. And it's, you know, whenever you see these DVDs or Blu-rays that are re-released that say, Oh, they've got, we've got an alternate ending or you should see what the other ending was going to be. I don't, I don't care. I don't want to see it. And, right. and like, I, I want to see whatever the decision was then and move on with it. Yeah. Uh, I heard Game of Thrones is shooting like 15 different endings in case the original gets stolen. Um, oh. Yeah. Which yeah. I don't agree with either. Well, I mean, look, somebody stole their whole last season. Yeah. Somebody hacked into it. So yeah. I don't agree with that at all. Um, but, you know, I, I like with writing and, and filmmaking and stuff like that. Like, I like... I'm more of like on the Robert Rodriguez scale where you write what you're feeling at the time, you shoot it and then put it out. If it doesn't do well or people aren't happy with, with certain aspects of the movie, you live with that and move on. Otherwise, you know, these books and movies and all, all these things that you do, you could sit there and tinker over these things for years. You could, you could sit and fuck with any one individual movie for years and years and years. You went through it on one. I went mm-hmm. through it on another. And... You know, 
Does it make your movie better in the end? I, I don't think so. I think, I personally think when you think about things too much or tinker with it. Yeah. It, you mess it up more. But do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah 100%. Where it's just like, it, you'll pass by the perfect and go like, just keep going until sure. you completely mess it up. Yeah. But, um, you know, I don't know. So I, I that, with Get Out, I think all the accolades and everything that it's getting is, is deserved. Me personally, I, I just wanted to see a more aggressive ending. Sure. Uh, I like that type of shit. And I was happy with, uh, they announced, CBS announced that they're, re, they're re, remaking Twilight Zone. So they're going to okay. remake that. And Jordan Peele, who did Get Out, is going to be doing that. Oh, nice. Yeah. And I think, I think that's the guy to do it. Um, or the whoever did the 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 Black Mirror series. That's what I mean. I kind of feel like Black Mirror is like is the new Twilight Zone. Yeah. yeah. So I do too. If they do, cool. But look, Jordan Peele would be great in that. Like, because that, yeah. that's what Get Out was to me. Get Out was a really really great Twilight Zone episode where you were like, oh fuck. Yeah. I don't I like all the way up until the end. I didn't know what was going on the whole time and I I love that because usually I figure a movie out and I'm like alright cool and I'll sit there and try to pick apart like writing aspects of it yeah. forget out I couldn't figure out until the end then I was just like oh alright I mean I'm talking like the last two minutes I was just like fuck alright I mm. wanted to see this other thing happen and didn't but yeah. sure. but I enjoyed the, the movie nonetheless and I'll be enjoying those screeners that come my way mm. I, I, rumor has it Phantom Thread is in there really yeah that is the uh, DDL movie that I have. Where he puts on his socks oh, for three hours. God damn it. In different ways. The reviews have been fantastic. Super stoked about it. If that comes to the house, then, then I can just enjoy DDL in the privacy of my own home. Sure. And his last performance and not have to deal with the, the public. Right. Um, so th- to this day, that Michael Rappaport story when he was on our show made, made me laugh <laughs> to no end. I know, but I also like the idea of you leaving your family on Christmas Eve or whatever, Christmas Day. Yeah, and going to see... To go and see... DDL. Yeah. His last Like, I also like that kind of story, too. Yeah, yeah. It's nice. Mm-hmm. It's a it's nice, nice thing. What's up, Deadbeat? Yeah. You know? What's up, what's up Deadbeat? What's up, Deadbeat? Yeah. Sleigh bells ring. Are you listening? <laughs> uh, just come home all, all G'd up yep. on edibles. Mm-hmm. Uh, last but not least, by the way, you're, you're Yankees. Boy, I mean, just starting me. off the winter strong. Don't hate me. That's your team. They got Giancarlo Stanton. How is that possible? Um, I mean, you go they, they, between, the two, between him and Judge now, they, they had 117 home runs last year. That's fucking incredible. I mean, that, that is on paper. That looks like the Golden State Warriors where you're like, oh, my God, that's, this is the greatest team ever. Yep. Their pitching is still a little suspect. But uh, yeah. uh, the, the rest of that, that lineup, boy, I don't even know if you need pitching at that point. No. You could probably just throw a jugs machine out there mm-hmm. and just put the balls in and you're good to go. You're good to go. <laughs> um, that's, the, that's one of the greatest lineups ever. I mean, you're, you're, you've got, you're leading off with, with Gardner right now. Yep. Uh, a, a judge is probably in the two hole. I thought uh, it was. I thought it was three, but yeah. Well, you're gonna you're gonna have to switch that lineup now. Yeah. So maybe you know, maybe you go DD two, maybe you go Judge three, uh, Stanton four, Bird five. Like fuck, Sanchez six. But that means Sanchez yeah, would Sanchez be six. Still too. I think you gotta. I think yeah. I think you push DD towards the end and move Sanchez up and go. 
just so he'll be at the top. You the get another yeah. bat out of Sanchez. I mean, yeah. fuck, that is the craziest. That, that's the craziest lineup I've ever seen. So uh, people are coming. They're going back to hating us. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There was one Whatever. year you guys had when it was all your farm system, mm-hmm. and, and we got close. And the but. Dodgers were buying everybody. Now, yeah, you were one game away. You were one game away from the one World game. Series, one and then game. you buy the NL MVP and put him with the AL MVP, essentially, on that team. Mm-hmm. The Rookie of the Year and Aaron Judge. It's going to be amazing. Sorry, I'm not sorry. Yeah, no. Ticket prices are going to be insane. God, those tickets, those tickets already are, or yeah. you're looking at fucking 1500 a pop for right behind the dugout. I can't imagine now. Brian Cashman's got to be dancing. Fucking dancing his little butt off. Oh boy. You know, he is, you know, uh, uh, yeah, you know, he's, he's going hard. Uh, that'll bring us to the revolutionary figure of the day. Um, revolutionary figure of the day is going to the stick man who made this happen. Talking about Derek Jeter himself. Yes. I knew this day would come. Derek Jeter. My man. Yeah. Not only not only was he arguably one of the greatest Yankees of all time, but he bought a team over the summer. He bought uh, the Miami Marlins. And his first move as president of the Marlins was to trade Giancarlo Stanton to the Yankees. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It feels a little suspect, right? A lot of people are talking about that today. Feels a little bit suspect, like he will always be a Yankee, maybe. A lot of people are talking <laughs> about that. Well, here's the thing. The Marlins are saddled with debt. Uh, Giancarlo, his salary is $295 million on the books. So by getting rid of that, I mean, you're really slicing your payroll. The other guy who was a big salary guy was a guy uh, by the name of D. Gordon, and uh, they traded him two nights ago to the Mariners. So in all fairness, you know, they, they're trying to get rid of this debt and trying to get rid of the most expensive player in baseball, which is currently Stanton. So by, by, by doing this, yeah, you're eliminating your debt and you're, and you're getting your payroll down. But you're also making the, the Yankees the greatest team of all time. Win-win? Yeah, I guess. Win-lose a little bit than win know. sometimes? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, look, if you're rebuilding like this, like the Marlins are, you've got to start over from scratch. And then kind of work your way up with, you know, great picks, draft picks, farm system, all of that shit. I guess if you know that it's going to be years before you can compete for a title, eh, why, why not throw your old team a bone? You know, eh, throw them a sure, bone. Sure, sure. Throw a fucking bone. I'm in. Listen, I'm okay with it. The, the craziest thing was they, they said that uh, they might have enough salary cap for Bryce Harper after this is over next year. If they get Bryce Harper on top, I mean, I, I quit. I, like, Major League Baseball should just quit at that point. Yeah, for sure. You know what I kind done. of love, too, is that Jeter bought like a team that A-Rod would probably love to own. He was, up, he was, he was in another group that was vying for it. And, and I think that's probably part of Jeter it, Jeter got it at the last he goes, second. fuck that. Oh, yeah. Oh. I'm getting this, you dummy. You dummy! Yeah, I I think Jeter would have liked to own the Yankees, but um, you know, you got Steinbrenner Jr. who's there, and that that fucker's not going to die nor give up the team. No, no, no. no. So, I I think Miami was his next best bet, and especially who he is. Uh, You know, you're looking for a new face of that franchise and all of that shit to lead the team, kind of like Magic and the Dodgers. You know, Magic came to the Dodgers and made them competing for a World Series within 
two years, three years. Yeah, because people are going to want to play on that team yeah. because he owns it, purely because he owns the it. The only problem is they just don't have the type of money that the Dodgers and the Yankees do, so I, I don't know how that shakes out. Well, he's just going to have... Well, they're going to have to just, like, scout, find fucking... I, I guess, I but mean, that, that's, it, it's hard and it's time, it, it's time consuming yeah. and, and it takes a lot of time. Whereas magic and those guys could come in and buy a sweet team and, uh, you know, they get money to spend on free agents and things like that. Miami Marlins don't have that. So it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting because Jeter's not a guy who fails. No. Um, you know, and, and it's Jordan failed when he became an NBA owner. Really? Oh Yeah. Uh, he owns the Charlotte Hornets and has for years and they've been fucking awful or fringe like the last playoff seed like they've never done anything and uh he you know he's viewed as a as a colossal failure as a, as an owner so we'll see we'll see how long Jeter sticks in it keeps going with it it's Jay-Z same with Brooklyn you know yeah Brought the Nets to Brooklyn and then was like, oh, they're shitty. I'm getting out of here. See ya. I'm going to get out of here. I think Jeter will stick with it. I think he so. just seems like that kind of uh, a dude. I think so. Well, so well, I, I'm curious to see what happens with him. Because yeah, I don't know. He's one of those guys you don't know much about. Mm-mm. He's quiet. So who knows? Who knows what his thought process is? I know he's fucking gangster because of you know, how long he played and how hard he played. Oh, yeah. But uh, him his as an owner, I don't know. His foot fell off of his body. Oh, yeah. That was, his uh, foot just fell off. Gruesome injury. Surprised he came back from, from that. From nowhere. It just fell off. Yeah. Yeah. So. Routine play just fell off his body. Just fell off his body. Yeah. Well, he was just, fucking old. Sure. But. Uh, sure. So it's him and his, his, uh, his model wife, and they're just going to, you know, live in Miami and be beautiful people down there. Bored. Boring. <laughs> Have fucking fun. <laughs> that's, that's what they do. That's what Gross, they do down there. dude. Gross now. Uh, la- last but not least, uh, we, we are uh, hosting a fundraiser That's right. uh, for one of my, one of my, my beef fries. He was on the show, Clay Crawford. Uh, f- go to the, the CrawfordFoundation.org mm-hmm. and uh, you can get tickets December 18th in Birmingham, Alabama. So if you're in, in the area and want to pop by, uh, go to the CrawfordFoundation.org and join us. We'll be having some drinks. I'll be yeah. emceeing it. Uh, I got invited to, to, uh, to host it and uh, super grateful for that. And all the money goes to charity yep. for the holidays, which is a nice thing. Yeah, We'll hang out. There's going to be music, amazing food, dinner, sit down dinner. Like, yeah, it's an, it's an awesome event. It's going to be an awesome event. It's a tiny bit pricey. Right, yeah. but uh, but, but it, it is that's going. What it is. It's a fundraiser for charity. Yes, so, it's uh, going to a really good cause in the Alabama area. Yeah, so if absolutely. you're around there and you want to, you know, do something that's going to benefit and give your back to the community, state, and yes. your town and stuff. So it's actually really cool. Yeah, it'll be awesome. And then in Wilmington, North Carolina, mm. on the twentieth, uh, we are hosting a live show at uh, Wilmington Brewery Company, my fave. My fave. WBC, my fave. Yep. Wilmington Brew Co. Uh, we'll be going from 5 to 10 there, and that's, that's free. Free? Free. Just buy some beers, the hang beers out. Are, beers are like 5 bucks, and they get those sneaky gooses, so good Ooh. luck. Ooh. Keep it cool, guys. They got Keep a few cool. beers that are over 10 on the ABV scale, so uh, good luck to you. Um, <laughs> we will be as trash as you, and I think we're going to shoot it as well, so you'll be able to see yeah. it, uh, the video of that. 
Uh, we're back, kids. We're live. We're doing audio and video. The movie's over. The movie was a bitch, by the way. Yeah. God, these fucking movies, man. Yeah, it was good, though. It's really good. Uh, and by the way, the, the movie's Drinking Bros Live, the Shave Eagle Tour. There's a lot of people have, have hit us up and be like, dude, I love your live shows. Why'd you stop doing it? We were in on tour over the summer. Then I was in LA uh, directing and editing the fucking movie and all that shit. And it's just so time consuming. I literally, the movie came out, what, two weeks ago? And after that, I was like, oh, all right. Now I just want to go back and do live shows and of podcasts and I'm good. Just the, the, the trials and tribulations that go on with any movie are always so grueling that you're like, all right, good, I'm done. And you always think it's your last, every single one. No. You're just like, no. It's, you forget. I know. How, why? You forget. Why? It's with anything. God damn it. It's with uh, anything. It's crazy, though. Mm-hmm. I, I just, you know, you go through it and you're like, oh, we're out. Yay. And then, you know, you're like, I'll never make another movie. Four months later, we'll make another one. So, yeah. <laughs> It is what it is. Ah! You can check out the Drinking Bros live tour, the uh, Shaved Eagle. That is on uh, every digital device there is. Uh, enjoy that over the holidays. The ho-ho holidays. Uh, for Jesse Wiseman, a.k.a. the Jables, I am Ross Patterson. This is the revolution. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night.